How can socially conscious people like us, how can we redirect the wealth and power of big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich to us average citizens without using politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. What is an economy? Well, if we take a step back and look at humankind's very first economy, it was called a foraging economy. When we take a look at it from this perspective, it's easy to see that at its core, an economy is how humans survive. It's our system of survival. Now, the tools that we used in a foraging co uh, economy were things like atlatls and spears for hunting and uh, satchels and containers for gathering. Now, the tool that we use in our modern economy is money. Now, it took me a very long time to really grasp this concept that money is, in fact, just a tool. Uh, we all have these beliefs that are centered around money, and it's oftentimes uh, we learn these uh, beliefs honestly uh, through childhood. Now, my, my very first belief about money uh, that I can remember from childhood was that money uh, could bring you happiness. So growing up, uh, my parents were not uh, financially successful. Uh, we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, in fact, uh, when I was five years old, uh, we were homeless. We um, went from campsite to campsite every few weeks uh, for six months. And although I didn't really realize it at the time that we were homeless, um, I can look back on that now and, and see that it was we were financially struggling. Uh, there was even, uh, I do even have a, a memory of sleeping in our car on the side of the road one night, uh, which uh, was unpleasant. Um, there's, there's no way around that. However, um, I had a grandmother, my mother's mom, who had money, lived in a really nice house in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, it was like a, a museum in that uh, house. Uh, she had uh, nice uh, things, art, furniture. Um, it was a, a totally different perspective. And every time uh, I would go there, uh, she would have uh, you know new stuff for for me, um, take us out to nice restaurants, um, buy us toys and clothes. And so at, at a young age, I saw that having money, meant happiness because as a kid, that's what it did for me. I, I was, when I go to my grandmother's house, I would get good stuff and, and it, uh, I would be happy. However, um, my, uh, my grandmother always had strings attached to her money. And so that was also uh, a belief as well, um, that if you have money, then you can hold power over others. Um, and this uh, seems to be the case uh, in our modern economy. Um, however, so uh, back to uh, money. Uh, growing up then, I, I kind of had this uh, 
disorder that Dr. Brad Klontz, who is a financial psychologist, calls uh, money worship. So I had this disorder of money worshiping, thinking that money would, uh, would buy me happiness, money would make me happiness. And so um, I, after I graduated college, I started a real estate investment company uh, with my brothers and my mother and became pretty successful pretty quickly. Um, I started it in 2002 and by 2007, um, we had a small fortune, you know, uh, millions, you know, a couple million, not, a, not a lot, but it was, it was a nice chunk of change. And then in 2008, uh, the global financial crisis hit and I pretty much lost all of it. And then, um, I kind of had a 180 degree turn on my view of money. I saw that money was now the cause of me being unhappy and that I was foolish to go ahead and, and chase uh, money because all it brought me was despair, uh, shame, humiliation, all these feelings that I felt when I lost the money in 2008. So um, I, I thought this uh, about money. And uh, Dr. Brad Klontz uh, calls this money avoidance when when we um, have kind of a hate of money or uh, think things like money is the root of all evil and money doesn't grow on trees. This is uh, a money avoidance uh, disorder. So I thought that for maybe three years uh, following uh, the global financial crisis, but after three years, I was still unhappy. Um, I wasn't making uh, much money. I, I went from being uh, a, a, a real estate investor to a high school water polo coach, uh, which doesn't make a lot of money. And I didn't find myself uh, happy. I enjoyed coaching. It had nothing to do with that. But um, I, I realized that, okay, so... So money, wanting, thinking money that buys happiness, that's not, that's not real. That's, that's not a real belief. And uh, money uh, will make me unhappy. That also, I found that wasn't a, a real belief. So I started to work on my beliefs centered around money. And that's when I really started to understand that money is simply a tool and it really isn't anything that I need to be emotional around. Um, imagine, you know, uh, a hunter gatherer, um, being, uh, afraid of their container or, or, uh, you know, uh, trying to avoid their spear, um, or, or worshiping, uh, their satchel or their atlatl. Uh, thinking that that uh, this is that tool is going to make you happy. Now you, the tool is worthless uh, unless you know how to use it. Um, so so having uh, this understanding and changing my beliefs around money was really the first step in in uh, gaining a, a better sense 
of of my own uh, financial literacy. Now, I understood finance. I, I went uh, to school for business. I took financing course. I I understood um, you know assets and and liabilities. I could read income statements and balance sheets and and all of all of these other things that are important uh, when it comes to uh, not just finance but your own personal finance. Um, but not not really having having false beliefs that it made all of that knowledge irrelevant so the very first step in in really becoming a true financial financially literate uh, individual is um, changing your your false beliefs around money that are really hurtful for you into beliefs that are helpful uh, for you so uh, a helpful belief that that I have developed is that um, uh, having uh, a good financial health is an act of self care, just like getting enough sleep, uh, exercising, eating healthy. Um, these are things that make us, um, uh, you know, a, a better person. Uh, taking good care of ourselves, uh, having proper hygiene, and having good personal finance, healthy personal finance is no different. This is an act of self-care. And this is a very helpful belief uh, for, for anyone to have. So before we can fix our broken financial system, we need to first reform our own personal financial system. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor. And I see you are one too.